1: A full length movie on you too with Mike Spee Let's watch a full length movie on you too with Mike Spee man German Strudels! You should follow me go, on Twitter. It's Jos Decaro. Uh, that's the French Duh, not the
0: Duh, <laughs> duh.
1: Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Michael? Michael? Michael, Michael,
2: Michael, 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 Michael. Welcome to LWAFLM OYT. Gosh, it stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. Listen, I just want
1: to confirm for the audience that w- that was 100% right on the money. Is L- that correct? Yeah, it stands yeah. for Let's L Watch W uh, Yes, that's correct. A, a-, a- No, I'm saying, uh, yeah, but what does A stand for? All right, uh, L Let's uh, w. Uh, watch. A. A.
2: Yeah, A. Uh. <laughs> it's on uh.
1: YouTube.
2: Well, yeah, with Mike Spiegel and Carl, we want to watch a full length movie we found on YouTube. And uh, we, we heard about this movie, but it's on YouTube. We could finally watch it. But we want you to join us because it's not going to be good or it could be great. I think today's movie looks great, Carl. I've been waiting decades to see this film. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're very excited to have our show. We're here on Mutiny Radio uh, every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We stream here first. We love Mutiny Radio and we'd love for you to contribute to their Venmo at Mutiny Radio. You can always go to GoFundMe. They might have a, uh, uh, a fundraising uh, fun a that you can contribute to. or you can definitely subscribe to our podcast, which is with those acronyms. You remember L L? Well, that's that's W Watch Uh. Yeah uh, A Full a- 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 B- B- length a- on
3: YouTube Yeah on
2: YouTube All right, Carl. What is the movie we're watching today?
1: Today we're going to watch Slaughter's Big Ripoff. Yay,
2: Slaughter- yes, yes. seconds. seconds. All right, very <laughs> exciting. And we are going to have a countdown. We want you to go ahead, go to YouTube type in slaughters big Rip Off, 1972 find the movie hosted by uh carl who's hosting this movie which uh, we
1: like the it? channel parko partone all
2: Parco right partone.
1: so it's slaughters with an apostrophe s s-l-a-u-g-h-t-e-r-s apostrophe s big rip off ripoff is two words 1973 then it says full hot movie it's your opinion Boys, yeah. the time. Paco Partone, we like.
2: All right, sounds great. So we want you to go ahead and click that link, hit pause uh, after it stops buffering, and then uh, slide the slider to zero, zero, 000 if need be. And now, well, I'm really excited. Carl has scoured the earth and <laughs> he found a right. celebrity comedian to do our countdown. It's yeah. a celebrity comedian countdown. Carl, which county did you find uh, our which comedian? County, yeah. Which Yeah. exit? <laughs> it's uh, it's it, it's Ocean
1: County. Uh, wow. <laughs> yes, he That's is. That's New Jersey, is isn't Asbury it? Asbury Park. Yep. And uh, Asbury Park from from uh, Bruce Springsteen fame. He had oh, an yeah. art gallery there. He's a funny comedian. All oh, right. Well, very excited. So, Carl, take it away. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Joey Borzata.
4: Hey, Carl. How you doing, buddy?
1: All right, good. Now, we've known each other a long while. Yeah, uh, we go back. Yeah, I'm going back to when you owned the uh, art gallery in Asbury Park yeah. and you used to do that Money Mike.
4: Yeah, the Money Mike. And it was at the gallery and I uh, had a couple shows there. Money Mike was fun. I'm hoping to uh, post COVID to resurrect that too.
1: Yeah, that would be great because uh, that we, I think you collected admission and whoever. How, how did it work? Who got
4: paid? Well, that's what was so fun about it. it was it was uh, it was totally user friendly because it was just at the end of the night. It was two people were picked from the hat. Uh huh. Ah. So whether you were good or bad, you had just as much a chance of winning <laughs> half the pot. <laughs> that is perfect, especially for these poor comedians,
1: not like you and me, right? <laughs> now, one of the great things I love is your appreciation of comedy as an art throughout the years. Now, you and I are older. Uh, mm-hmm. We're of the same. So we have many memories that the young whippersnappers don't. The so young you- whippersnappers. Yeah, you've got this Facebook page, comedy history and bits, mm-hmm. in which you educate them. You provide
4: links. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's exactly what you said. Like you and I have such a a re- long history to draw from from experience from watching. You know, you and I grew up watching the Dean Martin roast and yeah. laughing and Flip Wilson, Wilson and Carol Burnett. You know, all those all Ed Sullivan, all those shows. Yeah, and like some of the younger guys who are quote unquote, into history, you know, <laughs> think going back to Carlin and Pryor is like, that's, that's history to them. Yeah. That's ancient so, history, Carlin. Yeah. Moore. So, I mean, I wanted to go back and just bring, there's so many, uh, links on, on YouTube of, of old classic comics. Um, I think we've had, what did I put up? Like, uh, even, even guys, I want to get the guys that people don't know that were famous in right. their time, like Timmy Rogers, mm-hmm. um, George, uh, uh, godfrey cambridge you know like that and uh put them out there just for so people to see like well you know before richard Pryor, there right. was those those other you know black comedians breaking ground so that he could do what he did Nettie eddie murphy and so on. There's, it goes back a lot more
1: absolutely and it did what you said break ground yeah
4: now we've got this pandemic going on
1: but you know with the vaccine and I, it just sort of seems like things eventually you know we're getting to the point in which it's going to wrap up. Now there was this entity, ABC comedy, uh, mm-hmm. someone's off to Australia. fill me in on what you, what are your plans post pandemic for this organization?
4: well after after I closed the gallery, you know I was promoting was starting to promote shows there pretty pretty regularly and you did like a lot of fundraisers and stuff. And then I got together with uh Angelo Gingerelli and Jack Steiger two uh-huh. Comics from the Jersey Shore area and we formed uh, ABC Shows and we did a couple shows um and they were really like uh doing very well. We had we were drawing averaging over between 100 and 125 people at our shows.
3: Very and nice. Then
4: COVID hit. So uh that stopped everything like it did for everybody. Yeah. And uh Jack's my is probably he's trying to get back to australia where he's from to go back for a spell so angela i or angelo and i are like revamping we're going to be getting a new name for the group and great we were lining up venues we got about three or four venues ready to roll we're just waiting for yeah to open up
1: yeah so okay how can people find you online
4: they can find me at uh joe joseph Borzata.com. that's where I have all okay. my artwork and stuff okay um, I'm on facebook under my name and also uh Borzada arts on instagram okay perfect now we're ready to watch this movie all right uh slaughter's big
1: ripoff right yes. and I know you like black blackitation Sophi i some Pam greer and- <laughs> yeah okay so why don't you kick us off let's let's go
4: to the countdown all right. All right, on your mark, three, two, one, blast off.
2: All right. By the way, very exciting. That was a great comedian comedy countdown. Yes, I thought
4: uh, so,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, I haven't heard it yet, but when I listened to the program, I <laughs> really enjoyed it.
1: Well, I heard it, and you did really enjoy it.
2: I did. Wow, we have the Orion Music uh, classic, theme blasting. That's back when Orion's like, we take no shit. We're king number one. That's
1: right. Yeah. Hire a fucking
2: orchestra, are you sure, soul?
1: Hire an <laughs> orchestra!
2: Listen, we're top of our game and we want better coke while we're at it. <laughs> okay, whatever Orion wants. Now we have the black exploitation music. Great. And we also have San Jose Arcoff, so we know it's exploitation. Yep, yep, 100%. An American picture, international picture. They cranked out a lot of movies like this. Slaughter's Big Ripper. This is great. It just starts right in the action.
1: Now, Slaughter had come out uh, two years earlier. Uh, but this one was sort of like a new crew. And the whole point was to make an all-out full black exploitation movie. Slaughter was a nice try. This one, they were going to go all the way. This guy is like Shaft.
2: Yeah, but you know, uh slaughters has laughter in between the S's, huh? <laughs> yeah. It makes it
1: big, yes. doesn't it? Not uh, really. They no. didn't
2: think of it. <laughs> oh, I I just thought of it. Well, it, uh it would have so been a
1: great t- line in the film,
2: you know. No, so I so do you feel that this is like uh have you had a chance to like look over Slaughter, the first movie? No, no. I only you know, lots of people think think
1: that I'm like a movie buff. Right. I am not. I am not! The weird <laughs> movies I know are directly from a homework assignment for this show.
2: Right. Right before this show, like the cool, wacky movie, Mrs. Doubtfire, right? I right. Mean, you, yeah. So that's did you,
1: did you put in your research watching Slaughter? No! No! no. <laughs> I was assigned to Slaughter 2 <laughs> and I'm submitting my paper.
2: I understand. That is like a recent film we watched, uh, House 4. Did you watch house one, house two, or <laughs> a.k.a. house
1: three? No. No. Nope. Okay, now, he's on horseback, right? And that will figure in heavily to the plot. No, it won't. No, it won't. All they're doing is trying to show Slaughter doing something cool. We'll never right. see a horse again. Oh, music performed by James Brown. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. Oh. Well, yeah, you see the music was done by James Bond, but uh, uh, James Brown. but there was like a DV there was a copyright problem. and when it was released in 2001 by MGM to like DVD and VHS, they put in a different medley of like black exploitation titles uh, oh. by Amer- by AIP um,
2: oh, that's uh, that's a bummer. Oh what have they yeah. fun to see at the theater? So if you saw this in the theater, you saw the original version.
1: You heard James Brown, that's correct. Okay, now this guy, my research failed me, but he sure looks like the guy we saw in Rosebud Beach Hotel, the one who always plays Dracula. Oh, wait a second, what is this biplane? Oh, that biplane's way
2: too low. It's getting really close for wine country.
1: What is going on?
2: Oh, it's getting closer.
1: Did you see Slaughter through his glass at it? Yeah. The man, you I just paid for that murk that wig.
2: Oh look at that. It looks right into the camera.
1: Touche with your toupee.
2: <laughs>
1: oh my Sound god. Right the, the ketchup spilled all over him. Ah I gotta <laughs> clean this up. We're
2: out of Tabasco.
1: Get down, baby.
2: Well, they yes. all about it. So James Brown, creep- the
1: actor, his foot was very close to one of those, uh... James,
2: what? uh, Jim, Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Why, what did I say? James Brown? James Brown.
1: Yeah, yeah just sounds yeah, like
2: just about James Brown. Oh, so no, Bob I'm not.
1: Saying, Yeah, now he's saying, mm, script motivator, script motivator, don't die! You'll motivate me to do this whole fucking movie if you die!
2: I will... Uh,
1: uh, like, uh, I, I, I'm so tired. Are oh, you thinking of that, brother?
2: All right. <laughs> the Punisher ripped this movie off, right? Because uh, the, the kid gives him a t-shirt. Oh, you made me a t-shirt? Yeah, Dad. It's a skull with really long teeth. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Uh, well, we'll talk to the doctor uh, after our picnic. Mm. And suddenly, like, he gets gunned down. He's like, all right. I told the kid I would wear it. And it's
1: not a punishment. It's for your own good.
2: Yeah. I always thought that was morbid. Alright, well, speaking of morbid, his best friends uh just went out of an ambulance. Now Slaughter is sitting down in his cool ass 1973
1: Dodge Charger. Right? Because this is a black exploitation film and he's shaft and he has a nineteen seventy-three Dodge
2: Charger. You keep saying he's had Jim Brown. Jim Brown made tons of movies. He directed yeah. a lot of movies. Yes. Brody. I don't know
1: about directed, actually. I just have what he was... what he acted in...
2: Yeah.
1: NFL career. So this here is, uh, like, love interest, but when it comes to Slaughter, he's loving many women,
2: okay? All right. So this is his first love interest.
1: The, well, it's the main love interest of the story, like the one who could be the wife kind of woman. Uh, Her name's Gloria Hendry. She's Marcia in this movie. She's known for Live and Let Die, the James Bond film. She was in, she was a model. She was in Live and Let Die. That's her, I mean, she's also in Black Caesar. Oh, I love that movie. Hell Up in Harlem.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I've seen that.
1: It's Live and Let Die. That's Gloria. (laughs) He goes, hey, baby, you take her home. I got some thinking to do. He's gonna Isn't take that, the necklace. You see the shirt he's in. Yeah, it's because of where he is. He's like with a bunch of rich white
2: folks, so he dressed up. No, he was on a horse, right? He's just yeah. dressing. Uh, he's just dressing for the occasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and they 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 strode their their horses. Strode. That's when you trot and stride at the same time. Oh, strode. they
1: strode.
2: Yeah, they started over to the. Uh, kiosk full of uh the tent okay he's done with horses
1: but in the original script they did have a line for the horse
2: but um, oh yeah uh, but what what happened during the day of shooting Why yeah then, the day uh, of shooting the yeah he yeah, was well, yeah he was uh, a yeah. little horse so he could he lost his voice okay we're gonna see
1: two minutes now of him driving in the street while the cool ass music plays right and which is like placeholder now I think this is Los Angeles. Now, the the internet told me it was Miami, Florida, but then okay. most other sources said LA. And if you just look at the place, it looks like 1960s, like uh, what? Like, uh Gardenia.
2: So it's going to be half uh, Hollywood and half uh, Florida.
1: I don't think This is Hollywood. Florida. I think it's this- all LA.
2: I it could be Hollywood, Florida, right? There's a Hollywood one. Oh, Oh, this is Los Angeles.
1: And nothing happens for two minutes, but he just drives.
2: Oh, <laughs> it, I, I just soaking up the ambience.
1: I guess that's what it is because this doesn't, it doesn't really break, but it doesn't follow any movie rules. See,
2: rule. look, there's Lucy's. Look how big Lucy's is, The nightclub or a department yes, store? Sure. Steakhouse? Oh, there's a, cool cars. It. Yeah, the cool cars and like oh I'm gonna go get a burger over there. Then I'm gonna oh wait, a there's a Coles. Oh, there's a Chipotle. <laughs> uh close, close due to the pandemic, close due to the pandemic, yeah. close due to lack of uh, tourism.
1: You know it's uh old because there's a billboard for Zima.
2: Yeah, that's pretty old, Carl. The <laughs> billboard for Zima,
1: that's old. <laughs> Did you see that bus, that old timey bus?
2: Uh-huh, like the tin metal can. Well, a lot of this is look, like...
1: VW <laughs> Camper. We're still just with him listening to the music and being... Okay, now, this scene says, I'm a bad app.
2: Yeah, look at that custom-made luggage. It's completely styrofoam. Weird, it's very customized, very yeah. particular. I'd like to get a gun, uh, luggage with three different guns. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so, to maybe he made it himself.
1: Now, Slaughter's friend has been killed, and we really yes. have no information. Okay? But for he some did. reason he's packing up to like go get the killer. He's putting it down. Gun- oh, he's already pulled it out. Somebody's at the door. Uh-huh. Whoa, freeze.
2: We're like Ahmed- Slaughter. Ahmed McMahon, you want to publish clearing house uh t- uh congratulations. Check. There he is, tough cop. Look He pointed a gun at the cop, and then the guy, the cop's like, "Yeah, hold on to the gun."
1: Yeah, well, it's slaughter.
2: It's slaughter. Yeah. It's not your Maybe. common thug or so. Oh, it's you, slaughter. So is slaughter like the ex cop? No, no, just not at all. just a PI
1: LAPD. Yeah, LAPI. Yeah, he's a he's a la the now, this is Brock Peters. He is our Star Trek connection. He made his uh, fame in um, To Kill a Mockingbird. But I know him from Soylent Green. That's when I was introduced to him.
2: Oh, wow. Now, did you know that the ending of Soylent Green when you saw Soylent Green?
1: Um, I would doubt it. I think I didn't because I think I was super young. I think that was one of the films you, you would catch in an art house, you know. I'm right. not going to show you every film, but they'll show you Soylent Green and others, you know. So I think I did see it before I learned it's people. Is it okay I
2: spoil other movies? Yeah, go ahead. You can spoil it's this movie.
1: Soylent Green is
2: people. You know, I've been listening to our show as, as our our sole listener, and uh, I, yeah. I enjoy it when you actually spoil the ending, so that way I could go okay and turn it off. Okay, this is really so, well lit there's a light in the kitchen and you can see the shadow of the a chain
1: uh yeah i should say that the cinematographer uh was charles f wheeler i did absolutely no research on him
2: no well it was good he knew which lights to turn on so <laughs> turn the kitchen lights on turn the the dining room light off so the one cop whose name is
1: reynolds was getting tough with slaughter saying look last movie you fuck, pissed off these guys in mexico and we know that they were the ones they were trying to kill you slaughter not the other people there so you killed the old man and you killed your friend who's the motivator for the whole film and damn it we're not going to see blood in our streets so he's going to like lock them up or something but then the boss comes in and goes hey slaughter what's up you're free to go what the fuck? So he—he
2: so right he, he he's a he great far, look at this place his condo his apartment beautiful you know his friend so does he have a boat he has to have a boat
1: Uh, boat not in the film but in the film he has a lot of bread
2: you know yeah that's interesting so you get a i I would like an apartment where i could watch all the boat people live in their boats (laughs) yeah the boat people um Oh, I was saying you-
1: something so racist. Uh,
2: uh, well, Carl, you, don't know.
1: Is, you would know that I was kidding because it's just you know you know that I'm not. But but in today's world, I can't say it. Okay. Um, so Slaughter, what happened is the 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 head of the cops came in and let Slaughter kind of go, and now Reynolds is extremely suspicious that the head of the cops is on the take.
2: Did you notice that not only did they let Slaughter go, but Slaughter takes his gun and he puts it back in his back pocket this (laughs) time?
1: Yeah. The Uh, the, the lead cop, the chief or whatever, could absolutely see the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now this guy flew the biplane and he fucked up. He did not kill Slaughter. And that's Uh, gonna piss off the big boss, Ed McMahon.
2: So is Ed McMahon gonna kill him? Make an example?
1: He's going to give the order not make an example.
2: Oh, there it is. There's Ed McMahon. Hello. Hello! Here's
1: Ed. <laughs> well, let's listen to some Ed McMahon acting. Okay. Right. Check Fine, thank
2: you. You sure you won't have any breakfast? No, thank you. I wanted to talk to you about yesterday. Well,
3: I'm
2: but first, a word about Alpo.
1: Dogs. <laughs> him, and, him and Lauren Green. Remember Lauren Green was also Alpo?
2: Yeah. Well, the worst was, like, uh, they had to do, like, live Alpo commercials on the Tonight Show. Yeah. So and,
1: that,
2: seeing, and he had to talk it up. Way. Yeah, and opening the can. On the, on the can talk play. about eating shit. Yeah, he was a total yeah. sellout. Oh, he was. Well, he uh, didn't act much. This is one of the rare, like, he's against type. He playing, uh,
1: yeah, that's true. And uh, this was at the height of The Tonight Show popularity, really the height of it. We're talking 1973 here. Yeah. I, I, he, the one he was really hawking for that people remember
2: was Publishers House. So you think that's a big sellout too?
1: Yes, but it was like, we're going to shoot a commercial. It'll play while I'm sleeping. It'll play while I'm counting my money. <clears throat>
2: Right. Well, so the thing is, is like, they'll say like, all you have to do is sign up or just take a quiz and then, you know, and then you keep, keep buying in or whatever. It's just a weird little thing. It doesn't mean, you know.
1: Yes. Now he was in some films. Uh, Fun with Dick and Jane. I think that's.
2: Yeah, with uh, Jim Carrey and. and, uh... (laughs) No, no, the first one. No.
1: Of well, we're going back here, right? We're talking to Ed McMahon. Uh, yeah, who was in that? It wasn't... Um...
2: It, was, it was in the late George Segal and Jane Fonda.
1: Yeah, Jane Fonda, right. Uh, he was I in remember. that and he did a good job.
2: So was he a neighbor? And they're like, oh, your grass is always greener. He's like, yeah. So Check he... out my over."
1: I don't remember now. Uh, That's I outcomer. He was also in the film version of *The Witched*. Um, oh, all
2: right. Did he play himself, or was he like a?
1: Yes, I, I don't know. He's not a. He's not an actor. Uh, numerous television commercials. One of the great right. sidekicks. Full Moon High and Butterfly. What the hell film is that?
2: I don't know. Oh, I tried. I tried, I tried, tried looking up Full Moon High. High. That's who he was. It was. We would have watched Full Moon High, but uh. Uh, I don't think they had a copy on YouTube. I did look.
1: Now, this guy is the big guns that Ed McMahon had brought in. Okay? He's a right. real psychopath. He's a killer. Okay? Right. Well, now, sure. he's giving everyone in the room the evil eye,
2: and this they're all guy. leaving. Well, you know, uh, like in Star Trek, your Star Trek connects, is anyone wearing red shorts going to die?
1: <laughs> it was a red shirt. That was, they were the, like, ensign and, okay, so he's going into the pool to kill the guy who didn't kill Slaughter in the biplane.
2: Right, which, you know, he had it coming.
1: And we have terrible suspense music. Should we hear it?
2: No. Da, 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 da.
1: Right. Oh. Yeah. I'll just give you a snippet of it.
2: Oh, my God, it's circuses in town.
1: Right, the thing is, at the end of it, it gets extremely frantic. I'll play you the end when it comes. Right. He's choking him with a...
2: <laughs> Something. Baby ring. You know, a floaty, a floaty. Like, I was wondering, like, I knew he was gonna have to die, but, like, with the budget of this film, how cheaply are they gonna make the <laughs> reenact the death? And having him to be strangled in the pool. That's something our friend Tom, uh, Tom would do on his Super 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, silent Super <laughs> 8 color. Oh, all right. You're being choked by an invisible monster. Go. You're underwater.
1: Oh, now he's God. saying, of course, the, the, the valet knows him. He goes, You all right, Slaughter? I heard all about it. You know, because everybody knows Slaughter and they, you know, it's like he's in the newspaper.
3: The right.
1: The way gossip goes. So he goes, Pocket close. When I turn it on, so you could see it, when I turn it on, the only thing I wanted to go on is the engine, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, that's, you said it when, all right, well, this place is happening. Yup.
1: Yeah. but for slaughter, what everything will happen in the kitchen.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Look, look, see that pimp?
2: Uh, I see, yeah, the that's hero. that guy.
1: He will, he's not a pimp, Mike. Come on, it's a stereotype of a 70s movie that you just saw. He just has
2: big cat. Yeah.
1: Uh, Mike, I've seen this movie, like, four, this is five. So he's a pimp, okay? And All right. He will figure into the movie heavily.
2: So this is a, a good nightclub where there's, uh, he has a connection with the chef and the main villain likes to hang out there. Right. I like not Tim the Brown. main villain,
1: no, not the main villain. That's Ed McMahon.
2: Oh, right. Oh, no, he's like what, he's, uh, he he, get, he gets information, right? I guess from the pimp?
1: Yeah, he always stops in here to make an arrangement to get information, to advance the plot.
2: Oh, he comes back here a couple times?
1: Uh, oh yeah, and it's always about the kitchen. We'll even meet Scatman Crothers in there.
2: I know, I can't wait, I saw the screen grab.
1: Hey, sugar, you go with this man. Now you get back here as soon as possible. I'll be oh, laying on my back in a moment, Daddy. He is a
2: pimp, Mike. Does anybody really sounds like Carl? <laughs> it's not just the hat.
1: Okay, Mike, okay. Here's what he really sounds like.
2: <laughs> oh, he might be out of lines. All right, well, let's get the guitar going.
1: Next time I'll uh, play it for you. You'll see that I'm not making a mockery.
2: All right. Well, I no one's on the dance floor. Oh no, there is a dance floor over there.
1: Now he's getting real interested in slaughter. And the kitchen. Now she's like, where I called you, you didn't answer. You're not at your apartment anymore. And he's like, baby, the heat's coming down on me. Okay, I gotta lay low. It's best that you not know where I am. It's not safe, and you are my love interest, the one who I could marry, baby.
2: Oh, Slaughter's Big Wedding would be the, the, the threequel. <laughs> yeah.
1: Unfortunately, there was no sequel. Slaughter had his two.
2: There was no threequel? My Big Fat <laughs> Slaughter Wedding. Greek my Big wedding.
1: Fat Slaughter's Wedding? That's
2: great. Because, yeah. you know, by that point, maybe Slaughter added some pounds. You know, it got a little older. <laughs> Huh. i was say I, I wanted to watch slaughter i guess i should watch slaughter you know it's just that uh i, I like jim brown and uh I, I, Ed McMahon acting as a villain i thought it was just ridiculous yeah this is looks like a real kitchen
1: so he goes here's your steak slaughter and he goes did you slaughter this <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: see laughter no, he didn't do faces. that he didn't do that <laughs> here's your slaughter slaughter <laughs> Slaughter, I'm
1: worried about you. Darling, I am the baddest cat who ever lived. He seriously says that.
2: Well, you know, he... Okay, he, uh...
1: him talk, him talk, proving like... <laughs> it's All right. You a black
2: All right.
1: You fine um, black box, <laughs> If I was doing that, you'd say I was mocking him.
3: No, it's... it's, it's...
2: There's some heavy dudes who tried to wipe the big man. Out. <laughs> oh, yeah, the C is laying out the plot.
1: There's some heavy dudes who tried to ice the man. Say, why don't you turn the slot on to me? See? I'm not a messenger service. <laughs> That's
2: what she says. Yeah. Or Taylor. All right. So he's going to be a major factor in this?
1: Yeah, he is going to be a major factor in this. And I want you to admit that he's a pimp.
2: Oh, he's a pimp. I get it.
1: Okay, okay, good. Now, we saw him in The Jerk. He was the brother in The Jerk, remember? The one who knew what a blowjob was? (laughs) Yeah. And check this out, right? One time he was on Starsky and Hutch. And the name of the Starsky and Hutch episode was Kill Huggy Bear.
2: Oh my god, so he was, do you think he was pro-Huggy Bear, or like one of the films that was against Huggy
1: Bear? I don't know, I don't know anything about it. He plays a guy named Harry Martin, and I bet you he was against Huggy Bear. I mean, he's only in one episode ever.
2: Well, who who would Huggy Bear's enemies be? Like, well, once they find out he's an informant, it would be a lot of people. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Or maybe like, he owes money
1: on the street, or... You know, he yeah. ripped off a drug dealer. You know, Huggy Bear. I I, I he,
2: remember this episode. So Sartre and Hutch <laughs> goes up to Huggy Bear and they said, we need you some information about the McBain, the Mendoza case. And they go, uh, <laughs> the Simpsons references. But uh, we need some reference. They go, well, I don't have any information. He goes, what do you mean you don't have any information? We're going to kill you, Huggy Bear, if you don't give us any information. You're well, a Huggy up, You guys are crooked Kru- But you're cops. Yeah, bad cops. Sartre bad cops. Oh, look at this, early 70s blow.
1: Yeah, they're doing cocaine in the car before they make out. By the way, there's lots of interracial in this film, interracial love. True, all right. Now, this guy, his name's Dick Anthony, he's playing Joe Creole. No, his name's Dick Anthony Williams, Dick Williams. He was in Dog Day Afternoon as limo driver. But check this out. Do you remember Sam, the Sanford Arms with
2: Grady? Yeah, right. He opened up a. Uh, didn't, wait a minute. Didn't Red, Fo- Red Fox wasn't in that? They just
1: maybe you're right.
2: Maybe the Sanford Arms
1: was still Red Fox. He was on it on one episode. I don't know. I don't know. He was on James on at sixteen. He did a lots of TV. He appeared yeah. in Edward Scissor's hands. But for me, he's the brother and the jerk. That's how I...
2: Gotcha. Brother, uh, Nathan at 16, that show was good for the first five seasons, but the 10 seasons, got kind of old, right? (laughs) Yeah, James at 26. Yeah. (laughs) Outgrew the premise. Okay, so Slaughter's like,
1: I hear you're asking about me. Well, fuck off. And he's doing this like,
4: say, brother,
1: watch three. You know, that kind of thing. You don't have to do any more impersonation. It's all right, Carl. (laughs) Michael, I'm pushing your buttons. Okay, I will stop. I will stop. I'm sorry, San Francisco audience. Jersey (laughs) audience, wink, wink.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We are, Michael, so...
1: Okay, now it's time to investigate the biplane angle. So in 1973, Dodge Charger is pulling up to a place that rents out Crop dusters and biplanes.
2: Oh yeah, it's a little bit suspicious.
1: Slaughter's on the prowl. Somebody ordered his kill, and he's gonna find out who. Because his friend is dead over this, and that's the motivation for the whole film.
2: Now were they at his estate? Like were they riding horses there? Or were I mean, were they? No. In that natural- they were at a different park or something.
1: They were with rich white people and they were like, my good friend, Slaughter," you know, and they were applauding him. I think it's t- tied to the Mexican stuff in the first film, okay? That's From it. that first film, these Mexican people, they want Slaughter dead, okay? But they live in Mexico, but that's okay. They've got a drug dealer contact in Ed McMahon. They say, look, Do us a favor for the good of our business and our families. Kill this slaughter fellas for us, okay? We'll give an extra however many kilos. That's why a big man sicked his dog.
2: So they're going to admit, like, hey, did you guys drive by and shoot uh, at slaughter over here? (laughs) Yeah, that's Tuesday, right?
1: It's more like, who did you rent the plane to? That's my lead.
2: Oh, right. Look another Coca Cola. There was a Coca Cola billboard in on Hollywood, in Los Angeles. All the places Coca Cola. This place is a Coca Cola.
1: You think it's a product placement
2: legit? No, I, I just think it's just a coincidence. Yeah,
1: because Coke was everywhere in. Maybe you can make an argument. It is today, but not as much. But was everywhere. Uh Gosh, not just back then, right? Always. Yeah. Do you know how coke had the chance to buy pepsi and they said nah you're a
2: little fish oh really Is that for real yeah
1: it was like 1920 1930 like coke and pepsi were the competitors and then pepsi ran it hit hard times uh when pepsi first came out they were like uh, twice the soda for half the price, no, the same amount of soda for half the price, I don't know, it was only 5 cents instead of liquid. 10 cents, that was a big freaking deal, that's how Pepsi got big, but they got so poor, they actually ended up <laughs> sending out recycled Pepsi, uh, like, it could be a beer bottle with Pepsi in it, like.
2: Yeah, well wasn't like the, the like Coke was sold at, as a liquid to pharmacists, and pharmacists would uh, dole it out to you with some carbonation, so. It would be really up to the pharmacies about the ratio and uh of the of the liquid that they provided well yeah it was like
1: a soda jerk machine and uh how did i get here i guess because we saw cokes right. uh, it it's was okay. like a soda jerk
2: machine it, so it was a good slaughter if was going to throw those guys into a propeller
1: it's now they're coughing up the information
2: you know yeah
1: So they've given him the name of the pilot. So now Slaughter will go to his inside connections in the running drugs business to find out the, uh, you know, who knows this pilot. Oh, and there she is. The pilot? No, the connection. She knows all the pilots.
2: (laughs) Oh, so we have a new connection.
1: Yes. This, her name is Judith Brown, the actress, and she was in a lot of exploitation um, uh, films. And she was on Falcon Crest in 81 on the series. That's her big huh. to frame, fame to fame. Can you tell me the
2: plot of Falcon Crest?
1: Uh, rich people lived in a cul-de-sac. I I didn't, I didn't. wasn't a fan of the show.
2: Okay, and then Dynasty in Dallas. Dallas is a... F-
1: well, Dallas, of- I was a huge fan of the show. Uh, basically, yep. that was about a, an oil family, and the thing is, they had an evil one and a good one, and so those two forces would clash. They're just doing business, and Jr. would screw over people, and then Bobby would go, "Hey, I protest! You you should be more polite than that." And I'm talking to Father. That was Dallas. Jr. Stop banging my wife, please it's evil but i'm complaining to father (laughs) are you still there
2: okay yeah i see carl Carl, can you continue i gotta buzz at the door okay
1: so now judith brown that's the actress's name is making a deal with slaughter she'll give slaughter the information for a price and what's that price gigolo service Mike's got a ring at the door. That means his food, right? It's a pandemic. He doesn't leave the house. That's his food order. I'll play you some of their sexy talk. Okay,
3: I'll give you
1: a name. I'll give you a name, honey. Sugar. Okay, let me write that. Mario Pistos. Sure, he'll know your pilot. So it's not the pilot's thing, but it's a lead, it's a connection. How do we have our deal? Yeah. We got a deal, baby. We got a deal, baby. Whoa. <laughs> do you feel my
3: thighs? Come over here, baby, slide into
1: my pie. All right, so you get the picture. Once again, me and Mike have talked about this before. Back in the day, there wasn't internet pornography. People weren't satisfied all the time. They would get lusty, you know. You'd, have, uh, you'd find a playboy, you'd, you'd be like your girlfriend, it was the same magazine for months. So when you went to the movies, you expected to see a nude sex scene, and especially in a black exploitation film. They're doing a public service, a service to the public, providing entertainment uh, of a sexual nature.
2: Oh my God, I missed the best conversation ever, right?
1: Yes, because it is uh, definitely, uh, when you go to the movies, you expect it to see boobies at a minimum.
2: Right, at least two.
1: Now this is Mario. All right, Pitoli. wow, Okay, you might've missed it, Mike, but he went to his connection and she said, I'll give you the name for a price. And what was the price? Right. It was Jiggolo oh. service, okay? So now the lead is this Mario Pedoli, who's just a low-life slime. He'll know the pilot.
2: All right. Well, I appreciate you telling me that during uh, her uh, full frontal nudity scene. That was great. (laughs) Really helped me concentrate.
1: Right. Now, Slaughter still has his love interest. I mean, that was a deal for information. He had to do it. I'm not saying he was coerced. He did make a choice, but what... Little choice yeah. the lady had left him.
2: You know, as a fellow private investigator, I understand. Yeah. They call me a flatfoot because when I walk, you can hear me like clomp, clomp, clomp.
1: I thought I always thought you wore tap shoes. That explains so much.
2: Yeah, no, I'm a flatfoot. Yeah. And you know the reason why I'm such a dick to you I'm a dick. I'm a <laughs> private detective. It's short detective. Whoa,
1: whoa, yeah, freeze frame, freeze
2: frame. So, where there's thinking. a pool party outside, yeah, yeah.
1: So he goes, Here, man, have some blow. And he goes, I got my own, baby, you go ahead.
2: Is that blow or weed? It's blow. Wow, so there's like, does this, this, do they smoke at all in this movie?
1: uh i don't think
2: so this is uh, like coke and alcohol
1: it's about coke yeah i mean alcohol's just in you know bars and stuff it's in every film right. but this movie's trying to i mean it's the 70s ow ow slaughter calm down in your cowboy jacket you're gonna tell me the name of that pilot sucker I mean, uh... <laughs>
2: Yeah, you gotta get off the rug and start shimming.
1: My agent didn't tell me I was just in this film to be a to be exploited with violence. <laughs> oh,
3: know, this is this
1: great, is Samuel Arkoff. You know he was AIP. This
2: is yeah, interesting. Great.
1: Do you know the story of Sam Arkoff?
2: Well, I see. I see it a bunch of his films. I see his name in movie trailers all the time. I don't know the story what is the story
1: well Sam i don't know Harris.
2: it's just his history
1: i don't know it's a story but in the 50s he was a lawyer um, he, he licked a spoon
2: now he's like <laughs> he's he's nozzling his nostrils and then he's clapping his hands a couple of times
1: yeah he that revolver's the revolting <laughs> look he's telling his hair it's probably a wig so he's got his information now now he knows exactly where the pilot is. And he can go. Okay, so Sam Arkoff was a lawyer in the 50s and he wasn't a successful lawyer, you know, but he was good. He was Saul Goodman and uh, he represented Ed Wood, but believe me, that's just a name we know. That guy was just some dope on the street. Nobody knew who Ed Wood was, you know. So he represented a screenwriter who wrote a script called Atomic Monster. And then this movie company, I don't know, Real Art Pictures, they released a thing called Atomic Monster. So Arkoff sued them and he won 500 bucks. It wasn't even the same. They were just like, here's some getaway money, you know? Right. Well, the guy, the sales manager there, his name was Nicholson. He was so amazed by Arkoff. He was so impressed. I mean, this guy was notoriously tight-fisted, and he got 500 bucks out of him. That would be, like, I don't know, what, 15, 18 grand today? He proposed a partnership, and that led to, uh, well, what became AIP.
2: so, Did we watch a lot of surf movies uh, from AIP? And, uh,
1: well, Steve, of- very soon after, uh, Roger Corman became a silent partner, and that's when, yeah, all the great movies we love showed up. Yeah. The first movie was the ocean f- floor and it was by roger corman he was 29 years old at the time they made it for 50 grand it made 850 grand and they oh. were like but they said corman invest that money in this and you'll be our silent partner
2: Huh? Well, then
1: the rest is history well yeah and in 55 it changed its name to Inter- American International Pictures he used to go around and ask theater owners like what kind of films fill the seats will make them you know he was yeah. he was a go-getter so we have scatman crothers on screen no this is once uh, again reynolds i'm
2: what, what um, at 39
1: and 7 39 and okay what about you i'm at 39 and uh Okay, so this is Reynolds again, and he, let me just turn up the sound of, remember which part this was. Ah, Okay, so this is why it's called Slaughter's Big Rip-Off. Basically, Reynolds is kind of blackmailing him. Uh, He's going to make him go to Ed McMahon's safe and steal a book that has all the bribes and payoffs listed, you know. Nice. And this is going to blow the lid off of, like, <laughs> the mobsters, the crooked cops, the distribution, uh, who are the drug dealers, who are, you know. And it's especially going to have the payoffs to the to the mayor, to the con- council office, you know, the cost of doing business for Ed McMahon. So he's blackmailing him to go crack a safe and steal it. That's going to be Slaughter's big rigmarole. Here's Scatman Crothers. We're at 40 minutes and 18 seconds, 19.
2: I'm totally minutes. with you. I'm totally with you on like, Okay.
1: Perfect. He is playing a former safe cracker. And it's our same old kitchen at the same old nightclub. Slaughter will show up saying, look, I want to, I, I need a name. I need the best in the
2: business. Oh, so is is going to work with them? No, this is his scene. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you just you get you slip in Scamander Brothers, and you, the movie's all right. He
1: was a big enough star so that it helped out the yeah, yeah the the legitimacy of the film. Now this director he, he had a five decade career fifty years. Uh, But anyway, he started as a child actor and he was in walk-on appearances on three of those, you know, Spanky and, you know, Our Gang. Uh, Mm -hmm. Little Rascals, we used to call them.
2: Yeah, which, I guess Our Gang. Hey, do you want to watch Our Gang? I guess that works.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, what's cool is he started as a child actor in that, in just like an extra. And then he became the director of the damn thing. Wow. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> he, was, yeah. he was
1: assistant director on Laurel and Hardy, Babes and Toy, Toyland, and the Our Gang comedies made between 34 and 36. He, he goes on to be the director.
2: Well, that's great. Was he, uh, he I guess he wasn't involved with Slaughter.
1: Slaughter was like one of the last things he did. And it was just he was a well-known director. He just got a gig. I mean, right. this guy did Elvis Presley one. He did Bob Hope. Oh, but the Bob Hope one was called Call Me Bawana, which makes me think of our uh, Bawana Devil.
2: Yeah, maybe him in Africa getting uh chased by uh yeah. Lions. Lions. He did a
1: Rack Pack movie. Uh it was called Robin and the Seven Hoods. Seven
2: Hoods. All right. That's a great movie. Yeah. I saw that a lot. So what's the deal with that? It's 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 craps, right? When you play uh, dice, you get a, Ocean's Eleven and Robin and the Seven Hoods, right? And then they have another film, like Something's Three?
1: I don't know. I do, did bump into Ocean's Eleven and saw it. Oh, wait, I got to tell you something about the plot. So Scatman Crothers goes, the best safe cracker I ever, 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 ever was the pimp you knew before. so slaughter just showed up to find this great safe cracker and there is the pimp
2: oh man so they got to work together
1: yeah but the thing is he's going to be blown away that he's the safe cracker you know and uh when they last left it wasn't on the best terms it was like get out of here punk
2: right Well, all the women are great in here. What? Does he have, like, uh, one room?
1: <laughs> all the women are great in here. I'm just going on uh, record.
2: Well, I don't know who to pick.
1: <laughs> Wait, yeah. that one there the from the first row? Yeah, yeah, she was great. She was great. And the one with the <laughs> Afro hair there. Wait, all the women in this film were great. Love me some women. <laughs> he goes, what? You are the safe-cracker! And he goes, all right, no hard feelings, no hard feelings. I got a business proposition for you. Let's talk.
2: And he just goes, okay.
1: You know, Jim Brown was in Playgirl and he showed full-on Dom.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a movie star and a football star, I guess. And
1: It was rare for celebrities to do that.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, Bird Reynolds, I guess he had a cat on his lap.
1: Yeah, stuff like that. Not Jim Brown. September 1974. Wow. Full of movie. Now this guy was an ex-green beret, but but we'll know him as an ex-football player. He was one of the great fullbacks. I know you're not a football guy. He's a Cleveland oh. Browns guy. And he was one of the greatest running backs of all time uh, and one of the best players like in NFL history. He was a big deal. And that's how he got to be in movies. Most people would go into commercials and he did too, but he was a superstar and he went into movies.
2: That's right. Yeah. And then he, he financed a lot of his own films.
1: The the director who directed this directed his first film, uh, Rio Con- Conchos, Rio Conchos. I don't know that film, but. He was in the Dirty Dozen, this guy.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, from Dust to Dawn? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, And The Running Man, and I'm going to get you, sucker, and Mars Attacks. He was all out there. Oh, yeah. Even Sunday. So they were doing the Dirty Dozen, right? And there was like bad weather and it delayed the shooting. So he was missing the first part of football training camp and the guy who's the owner of the cleveland browns got all butt hurt by it you know we should be number one and he gave him like a fifteen hundred dollar fine uh which was like 12 it's like 12 grand today for every week he missed so you know what brown did he goes okay i retired and he quit wow that's
2: great and he that's moved how on he to well, movies. yeah movies Well, no regrets. Yo, here we go, Dirty it right now.
1: Hi, we're Safe Crackers and we're sneaking in. Uh Sneaking into Ed McMahon's house.
2: Are they gonna do the thing where they pretend they're someone else? Oh, hi, we're the gas meter guys. uh, No, they're gonna gonna do the shtick where they walk backwards. See you.
1: (laughs) See you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Lovely party. You know, that walking backwards thing is a real thing. If you are in a serious crowd that's squeezing together through like the gates or something, you can be on the outside, stand there facing that way and just sort of take one step, take one step. It's just a sea of heads, you see. That's where that comes from. The joke is it's just one of you, you know. Have a great night. (laughs) This is a a lot of movie for nothing. What we're going to see now is like a break in, and then we're going to have this long comedic bit, exploitative bit, I don't know, titillating bit, in which they're going to be cracking the safe while they hear Ed McMahon. They overhear him fucking.
2: Oh, great. Hey, oh.
1: Hey, oh. Here's Dickie. Boing. <laughs> oh
2: oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's when you know he's coming <laughs> oh there he is my star search are you sure yeah. i can win star search
1: it, it star search and um what was the other one?
2: Oh, he did like like
1: here it is tv bloopers and practical jokes tv bloopers didn't say
2: bleeps bloopers and, oh no i guess it was there was two blooper uh tv shows back there then. was there were the official bloopers and there was one that was like fallows bleeps and blunders
1: yeah it's probably like on channel seven i mean it competed yeah. this one he did with dick uh dick clark this was right came the, right. they came that was up a classy with the classy one yeah well they made it up
2: well it was it's a guy named kermit Schaefer uh came oh. up with the idea oh. and he uh i heard a story that he faked him hmm there's I'm, one on the radio where the I got disappointed. No, you know it's entertainment.
1: Yeah, he's trying to make a show happen, and he probably was low on material. And it's like, we have two days, guys, two days. <laughs> so Ed McMahon did the Jerry Lewis Telethon several years. He did the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade several years, but basically he was the Tonight Show. That's that was. That's what Ed McMahon
2: was all about. It's interesting because you, you do see like late-night talk show hosts in movies, but they usually play themselves saying, Hey, Stop. did you did you see, did you see the news? Uh, John Travolta broke into a bank and... Uh, Have took you money- the news?
1: Have you seen this news?
2: That is Bill Maher. Uh, did you hear about this idiot? <laughs> did you hear?
1: Did you hear about that Mission Impossible agent scaled that? To that? <laughs> Bob yeah, right. Tower. Okay, look, he's in. He's in the safe, my man. It worked. It worked. <clears throat> but yeah, listen, safe. you're just hearing Ed McMahon screwing. It's so titillating. Let's take a listen. Well, actually, they're focusing now on the fact that they got in.
2: So. Well, that's good. <laughs> So Ed McMahon is a drug dealer? Yeah,
1: he's everything. He devils in prostitution, drugs, he extorts people.
2: There so does go. he, does the pimp
1: report to him? Like does he cover prostitution? No, the pimp does not report to him. He's like a small time. He's not in the organized crime or anything.
2: That makes more sense. You think you
1: should report to him? More. More, yeah. more. More, more, oh, oh, yeah. well, all, oh, out. more, Sorry. more. <laughs> okay, so now we'll have a we're getting out of here thing, and then there's a fight thing, and then you know it's the next day, and Ed McMahon's chewing out his people, and the guy who killed the guy in the pool will be like let me handle it boss you can trust me
2: oh so we still we're still in the first act basically Uh
1: no i would say we're middle of second act the first act is like i'm gonna get you sucker now he's got all the information he needs the second act really began when the cop was extorting him to do this ripoff this is the movie poster we're doing the big ripoff right and it's is it what? He is
2: done. Yeah. Well, he went into someone's apartment and uh, opened up a safe. Right. How big is this? You know, the, one of the things when they opened the safe was they had to cover up the uh, finances for the movie, you know, because they probably doubled that <laughs> safe. The production, it probably went to the production office. Can we use the production office as an apartment? <laughs> well, come on, you guys have a safe. All right. Yeah, That's perfect. <clears throat> Oh, great shadowing. This guy is not, a, well, I mean, he's a prolific director, and this one, he just shot it and left.
1: Well, it was one of the last things he did. He knew, um, um, uh, he knew Brown well. He wasn't sleeping through it, but he just did a regular job. He didn't do a good job, he did a job. The writer wasn't so great either. Uh, okay, so Don Williams wrote the first one, and he gets credit for the characters uh and he was associate producer on it but this one the guy who wrote it wrote he did an episode of swat he did an episode of the white shadow he was like a tv guy and he got shot to make you know slaughter two this director did jerry lewis in the uh in the science fiction you know like way way out nineteen six
2: oh oh no Wait, 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 wait. What year was it?
1: 66. Oh, okay. He did, did Sydney Pottier in
2: They Call Me Mr. Tibbs. All right, well, that's a good movie. Mm hmm. Look at this. Get out of my orchids. Yeah, get
0: out of my orchids. <laughs>
1: Dang. Oh, it uh, we went right through the, the door. That's me. the
2: end of that guy.
1: You wanted violence in this film? You got it. You
2: got it. A guy walks ah. in and we shoot him. No questions asked.
1: Hiya, uh, crack. He's ex-Vietnam. He, he's, you know, that was all what the first film was about.
2: Slaughter. Yeah. Ex-Vietnam. Well, that must have been like he just got home last week or something.
1: Right. And in this one, it's not like that at all. We don't talk about it.
3: Yeah, Let's right. talk about well, what
1: happened in Mexico. He moved on with his life. War, shmoor.
2: No, it's just that people said, don't talk about it with him. You sure oh, you don't I want see. to talk about it? Yeah. All right. Give us <laughs> some time. <That> is, <laughs> they have uh, guns
1: that shoot dust, right? They shoot
2: smoke and miss. They shoot smoke and miss. Slaughtering yep. and his friend. Ed, Ed McMahon's chewing out the staff.
1: You guys sit around and drink and have parties.
2: Look at the bead Paul. Man, he is skinny in this movie. Yeah. Maybe it's just the my uh, phone showing this movie, but he is. You're like right a,
1: about that because when I think of Ed McMahon, I see uh, a I big see
2: his belly. Batman. Yeah, next
1: to sitting next to Johnny.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Big red nose.
1: <laughs>
2: That's right. Yeah. It's this all
1: on director YouTube. Did Evil Can Evil playing himself in that biography?
2: That's not the one we watched. We watched the one right. with uh, George Hamilton. Right, it. I love yeah. that. That was that was fun. That, that was episode. great. Yeah. Look at this. The director's like, "Yeah, you know what? We can see through a couple of rooms. Let's see. And he's so skinny. He's like the thin man. Like the- don't worry about don't worry about slaughter i got him right i, the guy yeah. I know the pool guy had, i had to tip the pool guy to keep it quiet
1: <laughs> this you guy know, is dick stroud and he was in uh carnosaur 2
2: oh great whoa movie i'll never watch i've seen carnivore twice
1: unchained um oh you know, like, episode of the A-Team. Uh, yeah,
2: no, he was he was around, I guess. He, he yeah. probably, played, probably played a biker in the film or
1: something. Right. He was, or... he was uh, a bad guy in License to Kill, the James Bond film, but he most right. of the time... And, and, like, he shows up in great movies like Taxi Driver, but he's, like, policeman, uncredited,
2: you know? Uh, do you really consider License to Kill a Bond movie? It was personal, you know? Uh, you mean it yeah. wasn't? It wasn't in the service of of the queen. No, it wasn't. You just his wife got killed. And he's like, oh shit, that's it.
1: And they, also, it yeah. wasn't like it wasn't Roger Moore or Sean Connery.
2: Right. It was that Timothy Dalton gentleman.
1: So does it count?
2: Uh, well, yeah. I mean, you've seen the the George Lazenby one, there for his. Her Majesty's Secret Service and Mm -hmm. he's about to get married and his wife gets killed. So it kind of connects to that one. Yeah. So in a way it's saying we're bringing back the plot of one of the dumbest movies ever made
1: and
2: (laughs) we stand by it. For
1: consistency.
2: So this might be Florida, right? I don't think
1: so. I'm not sure. You might be right. Okay, so this, look how fake that is, right? Yeah, right, just turned on the TV. No, it's closed circuit TV, it's not rabbit ears. Okay, so he brings love interest to maybe he might marry one day to this like hotel room, apartment thing. It's both in a, it's like a residence hotel. And he's like, you're gonna hang out here, you're gonna watch this camera and you're going to call me on the car phone and tell me, you know, when this and that happens. And he goes, you're making a move. I worry about you, Slaughter.
2: Right, yeah. It could be a big ripoff. It's all a big ripoff.
1: It's all, this is, well, The you know, the big ripoff is over now, but there's repercussions from it. He's got the list, you see.
2: Do you think they should call this movie Slaughter's Big Ripoff and Friends?
1: Yeah. And more. Look, he gives him she he gives her the gun. And then she's like, Slaughter, you've made a big mistake. And she like pulls the gun on him. Wow. That little petite
4: thing.
2: See? There we go. Yeah. You can see it in his eyes. Yeah, I did. I think they made a great mistake. But he says,
4: damn,
1: baby. So then she goes. There's a bottle of wine in that bag. Pull it out and pour two glasses.
2: <laughs> no sudden moves. Oh. Uh, it's, uh, I guess it's a seduction trick. Pulling a gun out. Taking your gun. Yeah. He he gave the gun.
1: Well, she's... uh. She's joking, but I right. don't know. She does it in a serious way. W- when she first does it, you're like, "Holy shit, is this a plot twist?" Now, why would she be a You know,
2: right? But, but then really, just another
1: reason to have sex.
2: Well, they probably had sex to James Brown in the theatrical release, which probably was fantastic. And then the other yeah. one is like elevator music. Well, it's, like the it's there were
1: black exploitation films by AI. So they just took them all and they they picked the ones that they just threw in here. Uh, let's see. There was one movie that it mostly came from. Where is that? Here it is. They did a movie called Coffee, C-O-F-F-Y, and most of this music is that.
2: Uh Pam Greer.
1: Maybe. I guess you're right. Three taglines to this film the right. baddest cat that ever walked the earth is back.
2: yeah take that uh felix top cat uh garfield heathcliff he is he is probably the baddest cat fc cat uh scat cat
1: uh the other tagline jim brown takes on karate killers in the most savage fight scenes ever filmed does that sound like a tagline it was probably just on a poster
2: right well th- how, how many karate killers have we seen so far right
1: all right here is the one this one sounds like a tagline the mob put the finger on slaughter so he gave them the finger right back
2: curled around the trigger well really you didn't have to go i think they're guilty the lily with the curled around the finger they just he gave the finger back would be great yeah like the fu he's the bird and he's got a gun in front of you oh no they killed bob odekirk oh here's there are karate killers
1: Okay, so now they found out who the safe cracker is and they're coming to get Slaughter. Where's that list? Where's Slaughter? Where's that list? Kick in the face. Wow. Yeah. And now Jimi Hendrix will leave the film.
2: Oh, the, the pimp is being Yes. Done, dead. Oh wow. Right, he's like gonna make a sniff glue. Oh, so it looked like a over- drug overdose.
1: I guess yes. I think so. I'm not sure because he does it in the mouth. I, no, right. I know. I think he was just trying to kill him.
2: Oh right. Oh maybe the toxicity the toxicity of it.
1: It's maybe really yucky. Is... Uh, you yeah. if you're squirmish at home, you might want to turn your unless you say to yourself, "Ah, he's acting. It was probably honey."
2: Oh, it might have been like lip balm. Yeah. Wow, look at him. Look at Stephen Dorff. He's, like, staring intently. Yeah. Here we are. Miami, Hollywood, Hollywood, Florida.
1: Listen, I have to leave early today. That's okay, we'll just use a still. Alright, yeah. <laughs> Who's the one? I guess it was King of the Mountain, whereas every picture of him was like a still. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Until so he, like, blinked and you're like, oh, alright. This is, they are, they are shooting slaughter finds a parking spot god damn it, is that way out here in the back lot parks on a handicapped spot
1: so now the deal is done he's going to give the list to Reynolds and that you know Reynolds won't prosecute him for murder and
2: you know so it's all- a it's a it's a Reynolds rap is what you're trying to say <laughs> yeah very good very
1: good it's a reynolds wrap
2: so but wait is reynolds gonna double cross slaughter
1: no he's not gonna double cross somebody he's gonna get shot by a sniper (laughs) (laughs) say baby why'd we meet on this roof well the script says i'm shot by a sniper i don't think it'd be very convenient if we oh
2: A sniper, like not only did they knew where in the parking lot they were going to meet and they went across to the other parking, to the uh, office space. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How would they know? I can't, I'm know? not buying it. Well, they had to like go into the office space across from the parking lot. And then if they knew the guy was there waiting, like that guy was waiting. Reynolds was waiting for him. Right. So why didn't I shoot Reynolds when they, when he was waiting for him?
1: Right. Why do it now? Um, how did they know about it at all? It was just a thing in this film to keep on the shooting and keep on the... He's calling the cops now saying, Officer down! Like he knows what he's doing,
2: you know? Right. I'm telling you, maybe the backstory of Slaughter was he was a... You know, he, he gave up the badge and started his own California private uh, <laughs> detective agency. Well...
1: Well, the backstory of him was about the Green Berets. That's the backstory. No, no, my backstory is better. No <laughs> that is idea. true. That
2: is true. He was in the Green Berets and then he got out of, and then he, he left Vietnam and then two weeks later the first movie takes place. Okay, boom. Suddenly, pow, it's act three. Great. Um, but first, Ed has to take a leak. Uh, heyo. Hey. Basically, well, this is a scene It's like, hey, you're supposed
1: to be a corrupt cop. What the fuck? Let's go with the slaughter you... bullshit. What
2: are you doing here? Start Surge Outdoor uh, auditions tomorrow. I'm waiting in line early. I want to audition first. Ed
1: McMahon, I noticed you lost a lot of weight. How come it doesn't help with your ugliness?
2: <laughs> now, you definitely look wooded.
1: Most of the time when people lose weight, suddenly you say, hey, they look really good. Yeah, right. And then McMahon right there, he does not look really
2: good. He has the same face. Right. He's got a
1: double chin.
2: (laughs) His body has to catch up to
1: him. Hey, you think it's a girdle?
2: No, it couldn't be that tight. Well, he is a drug dealer. A corset. You know, he might have a corset for his back problems. (laughs) That's not a... Because he carried the, the, the Tonight Show. He so was always moved. sitting. See, look, he's got a cell
1: phone. He's the baddest cat who
2: walked the earth. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Car phone.
1: Now, look, seriously, it's 1973, so it's like a house phone. It's literally like a house
2: phone. Oh, it was like that for a lot of times. I mean, also, like, the uh, police cars had, like, house phone-esque. They had yep. those, like military green or whatever.
4: Cop, yeah, right? yeah.
2: Yeah, that's the way they dealt with, like, uh, people in cars talking on the phones in, in movies. Like, they just happen to have the car with the phone in it.
1: Well, it was ingenious at the time. Like, why not make a walkie-talkie, but instead of the other side being the other person, we'll make the other side a dial tone.
2: Right. Uh, you know, these are the karate killers.
1: Yeah, these are the karate killers, and it's really dumb. Here, I'll play the audio.
3: <laughs>
2: wow, right in the head. Right, right. Oh, he's feedbacking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's Jim Brown's going to throw No one's gone through the window. It's been like almost two minutes.
1: <laughs> Mike, it's so
2: funny you said that. I'm serious, man. I'm getting impatient. Wow, he really fucked that guy up. Oh, wait. Oh, he's gonna squeeze his head like a grape. Right, and look, that's a Caucasian man, but we still hear the Asian sound effects. He looks like Jeffrey Jones. Oh no, down he goes.
1: Now look, Slaughter's grateful that he got saved and he says thank you in the most softest way. Oh,
2: well, they beat her up. I'm sorry,
1: they took me, they tied me down, they got spirit gun. They had fake blood.
2: Right. Yeah, spirit gun. Wardrobe came.
1: It's horrible. I was looking at a mirror with bright lights on me.
2: And now I have to act. Alright, we're done. Look okay. at this. Now we
1: now. Yeah. are about to get to the act three chase kind of thing. He is going to be taken hostage.
2: Oh, and, and the swimmer's there.
1: Yep. And he's got the necklace of the girl. Relax, Slaughter.
2: Don't worry. He's in a safe place. I left her her Coke spoon necklace. He's okay. <laughs> this guy was in Amityville
1: Horror. That's how we, like, came to know him. But I've never he seen was him, uh, in that Buddy Holly story with, uh, what's his name? who went? Gary
2: Busey. Yeah, he was the drummer well there you go wait was the drummer on that fateful flight
1: i guess yes (laughs) the whole band was going so i guess so he was in mike hammer stuff
2: the tv oh yeah yeah he probably wore the same he got to wear the same suit
1: (laughs) yeah right yeah he was in the one with stacy keach too oh yeah He was I, I was on Columbo and, uh, yeah, whatever. Lots of yeah. He was, a uh, over 100 films, 175 television shows.
2: Oh, right on. We're in the same
1: seat. He also, Sunday. unfortunately, he drops the N-bomb, like, so much. And he says it mean. And it was just the times. You know what I mean? They're doing black exploitation, so... Look how California that is. It's just not but that's Miami. I know
2: that. Look, Yeah, I think I know that area. Mm-hmm. I think that's where Universal Studios is.
1: Well, as you know, I did a lot of growing up in L.A. and you're 100% right. right. I used to hang on that bridge and we would fish. We'd play hooky from school there. Uh, me and right. the
2: neighborhood
1: L.A. kids.
2: It was known as a world famous fishing uh, ledge. And people, <laughs> it was sponsored by Coca-Cola and you would go there. And then you'd get like a top dog?
1: It was very popular until the half
2: pipes came out. There's all skateboard this. All right. Well, there's plenty of parking in this scene. We used to
1: be called the casters of Dogtown. (laughs) Back in the day when fishing meant something to people in LA. The
2: casters of Dogtown, yeah. (laughs) So, really, from that, aren't you? (laughs)
1: I remember one time I was in a a fish-off with the other tough gang and I got a rainbow trout and they carried (laughs) me in my arm, you know, on my, they carried me on their back and, yeah, it was a great thing.
2: Oh yeah, it was the fishing underdog story.
1: Okay, so, like, this film's gonna suck for a while now. We're gonna have, uh, act three and then it's just basically you're under pressure... I don't know your girl is in danger we're gonna say okay so now he's making the deal i'll give you the list if she just if she drives away so he makes that deal
2: so the list big deal
1: the list he works for ed mcmahon they need the list back or it'll it'll ruin ed mcmahon's empire
2: jesus didn't they have a backup copy you could go to kinko's
1: <laughs> no since he has the copy it could be used as evidence in a criminal investigation which is what reynolds wants to do bust his boss so they need the list back and they're about to get it
2: well you know slaughter is a man of his word they let the girl go right go. so he goes it's in the top left visor he can't miss it next to the cobra and the mousetrap and the uh... Look, don't worry about the gizmos tied up by yeah, string. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: It just gives it to him. It's in the top drawer. Open the top drawer and a candle moves underneath a piece of rope. The rope lights off. It causes uh dominoes to knock each other off.
1: Wonder oh, what is that it is. Apparatus called the
2: uh, Yeah. Oh, the Ruth Goldberg machine.
1: Right. The mouse trap.
2: Yeah, the mouse trap. It says drugs. Oh. I think the camera froze. I think the film froze for a second when it was on Jim Brown's face.
1: Because he had no expression?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, so now, uh, love interest, I'm going to marry you someday, girl, is driving away safely. Oh, but the cops have pulled her over. I hope those cops aren't on the take. Time to change the movie reel.
2: Yeah, right, quick, change the movie reel. Cut to a cliff
1: now here Do we you, are in Ireland
2: they put the wrong reel in
1: yeah they put in the Irish <laughs> it really does look like uh those parts of the UK uh where it's the cliffs into the to the water
2: Do you uh is this California
1: or Florida I I guess I I'm suspecting this entire movie is is California. And the internet just misled me because I really haven't seen any of Miami in this whole film.
2: That's true. Maybe uh, Ed McMahon doesn't fuck with Miami. He sticks with Los Angeles. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense.
1: I mean, that's where he lives and breathes. And every day a limo would drive him to the show.
2: Right. Well, what was the deal like the, they were on in new york and it was a 90 minute show and then they moved to la and they cut it to to an hour or, or i think it was 90 minutes for a while
1: i don't know that uh history when he was black and white he was in new york city
2: yeah uh-huh. and they moved they moved to la uh and i think it was 90 minutes and then they made a deal where he would just do monday and they had like a saturday best of carson
1: uh-huh they said, write me a song that really says LA. So they wrote, La.
2: <laughs> he said it really says LA.
1: So um Okay, so basically he's just been completely double-crossed. There's his love interest. Okay. Right. And what he's telling yeah. him is, drive off the cliff. It's so stupid. And he says okay. N-word. He says, you N-words.
2: Let's run out of glue. Well, he's the yeah. guy's gonna get his comeuppance. He goes, How about I play Russian roulette with Slaughter's head? Yeah, but then it ruins the whole idea of driving him off the cliff. Yeah. I never got that. Like, we want to frame you for murder and make it look like a suicide. If you don't do it, we'll shoot you. Yeah, right. So just don't do it, then.
1: <laughs> he is playing Russian roulette. It's terror. It's terror. And she is like, I'm
3: an actress!
2: I'm an actress! So it's your Brown. He's showing Cobain.
1: Right. He's doing the old King of the Mountain phase. Now look what happens. Guess how they get out of this? They don't. They go over. Uh, Now look. There is no way. Look at it. A human being could not survive. Look at...
2: A human being was not in it when they shot it right it wasn't like they had a stuntman like about jump out of the car they they missed it there's no way someone could survive that no
1: way a stuntman went over that cliff right. they just
2: pushed the car actually that's your car that's your yellow cab <laughs> just parked it and now it's underwater so you know they're gonna survive well that's the thing carl it's a movie rule like if someone bad guy is shooting in a field and the uh, the good guy will not get shot by his bullets, and the good guy right. hits him on the go. If a uh, bad guy goes off a cliff, he's dead. If a good guy goes under a cliff, he escapes. Right. If he, a bad guy gets shot, he goes down. If the good guy gets shot, he goes, Ah! Oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh, my, oh my arm. Oh, oh, I think I can make it. You can do it. We just got a couple more minutes. Oh, you know, and uh, yeah, hey, look at that. He rescues her too. Good for him. He does, and she's dead. And it's playing
1: the most inappropriate, stupid music. It's absolutely does not fit the mortality, the, the morbid. It's not sad, the music, right. I'll play it for you. It's ridiculous. And when she's dead, he's. it's not even his motivator. It's still the guy who died in the first act. Listen to
4: this inappropriate music.
1: It's like I'm falling in love with you music. And he's got a dead woman in his arms. It's like a sitcom, another day. It sounds like this should be an Arthur. Take me through the park.
3: He's still there, Mike.
1: <laughs> hi carl how
3: are
1: you yeah oh, hi
2: good to see hi. you no, look, he
1: doesn't even care she's dead he's back to his suitcase with the gun right
2: did there he use those guns? has he used all this stuff yeah look at that it's got sheath
1: i don't remember him using like a telescopic lens and no
2: no i don't think he used any of those guns
1: it's everything is just to make him look cool that's all
2: everything okay. well he is the coolest he's not as cool as Shaft i'm sorry
1: no no he's not as cool as shaft this whole movie isn't as good as shaft this movie is like it's perfect aip picture it's like right. let's get a black exploitation
2: film out there
1: just make it happen roll it out
2: well they hadn't probably made a jim brown movie in like six months
1: <laughs> it had been months <laughs> so we're, yeah. we're we're, it's not exactly wrapping up, but we're racing towards the end now. Now we have the Act 3, like, this movie breaks a few rules. There's like a several finales, but this is
2: one of them. Well, technically we have 10 more minutes, so we're on for a wild ride. <laughs> We're,
1: it's going to be a shoot-up. He's on the phone saying, yeah, we'll be on the lookout for him. Okay, mister. Okay, see you tomorrow. And then just as he hangs up, he gets hit. He goes, you don't want to die. And the next thing you know, he's shot. He goes, you don't want to die. And then someone's shooting at him. Human shooting. Right. That's what we're going to see for a little while. As he All right. infiltrates the house.
2: So level one round one begin do, do, exponent yeah.
1: do it is like a video game he's on level one right now
2: but this is a swimmer guy this is the, is he he's like the big boss he's a mini boss I guess who this guy right here isn't that this, the swimmer nope
1: uh, no this is the, just an extra guy
2: so he's he gonna probably get came information from the now looks like he came from their Christmas party. Tell me why you're wearing red pants. It was a Christmas party. He finds out where the boss is. Where's your red tie? The red tie would be too much. Look, he's going to shoot him, but slaughter's too quick for him. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) So he just learned that Ed McMahon is at Club Flamingo in the, you know, the old Hollywood place. Another indication that this is all L.A. Oh, that's pretty cool so now in here in the back room is like everything shady and illegal and it's like count the money day
2: oh that's when slaughter shows up
1: but the thing is slaughter won't take the money he just takes his revenge
2: oh uh, so what a ripoff
1: i know <laughs> wait that's the title joke yeah,
2: yeah it's a big ripoff Oh my God, this is such a boring money place. One, There's two, the swimmer. Three. Hey, Joey. Hey. Ah, oh shit. One. Ed McMahon's complaining. You
1: don't have to say Mississippi in between each number. <laughs> You're not counting time.
2: One Mississippi, dude. One for you and one two for me. <laughs> yeah. Not three enough. for
1: you and one, two, three for me. Four for <laughs> you and one, two,
2: three, four for me. What's the scam on that one?
1: The scam on.
2: Where
1: you mean, go? Ed McMahon's just gonna talk. Say he's got three million dollars. Listen to him. Admit everything. You know, Mr. Duncan, those suitcases out there would make me a very happy man for a long time.
3: I a lot of people
2: happy. I'm going to take care of you myself personally. That's the company money. That's the least take. Prostitution, drugs, gambling. the whole shit A whole right a like, bang! Oh, so it includes the prostitution. And, uh, so he says it's
1: for one week and it's three million dollars.
2: Good deal. I drink to that. He's
1: sending it overseas to these companies that are like fake that he owns that so they've got an office you know and there the money will essentially be laundered it'll come back to them as if it's profits and then they'll pay sales tax on it
2: all the money oh, they, that's great that's like a one-stop criminals uh stop you can <laughs> launder your money for prostitution and drugs
1: uh-huh. and the take, the cake He also has uh window insurance, a small side business of window insurance. Uh You pay really? every week and we make sure that your windows don't get smashed.
2: Right. You don't get thrown out of a window <laughs> in a fight. Oh! Window insurance.
1: Bam! Right across the street. He takes one out. And you know right, why? But... He was clearing the way for a ladder.
2: I didn't... Oh! <laughs>
1: So a man he died. Waited. Now you right. don't think you're going to walk out the front door and go, "Jimmy's dead." You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. He's he waited be for Jimmy to. I'll let Jimmy take a sip of that coffee. Jimmy's like, oh, that's just what I need." All right, now shoot him in the head.
1: Now slaughters up top. Clearly, it's L.A. in the background, and like or, people or, who are paid minimum wage are about to get shot and killed. They, the guy's just on guard duty.
2: Oh no! You got to take him out open a door, you get smashed through. That's right. Shot in the head.
1: Oh, he's got a gun. Unusual to see this. Oh, there's the bad guy who's just on guard, has a cigarette. I'm dead. Uh, Wait, was his dick out of his pants? Yeah, he's just going to take the piss, but (laughs) slaughter will have none of it.
2: Yeah, made you piss in your pants now. Good, perfect name
1: oh now slaughter has found a flaw in the security system it's an open window
2: yeah well, you gotta close all your windows before you do a zoom call take it from me mm. can you share that screen you can see the window oh look there's another ladder there good good job good job the one window where the ladder is he's at. he's in the catwalk what yes the catwalk on the catwalk uh
1: well i don't know it's sort of like a flat factory floor below and you know uh up top you've got a catwalk so you can reach all the lights to fix to replace the bulbs and you remember gilbert godfrey was in the catwalk for uh for what's that guy's name we saw him in robo doc his his oh michael winslow alan thick alan
2: Alan thick yeah right oh right he was in the thick of the night i was thinking more of uh right Said fred the catwalk Oh, yes, the catwalk. Uh, I'm too sexy. <laughs> Look at that. Nice shot. So that guy gets shot once he's down. If, if uh, Slaughter gets shot, he's going to pull through.
1: Right. Absolutely he'll pull through. He'll, you know, like flesh wound.
2: Yeah. Oh, no. It will, it will hurt. It will sting. He will emote. He may not be able to get up, but he'll do it.
1: Yeah. It'll get him into hot water later when he was about to get away. And, oh, my hurt shoulder stopped me. Oh,
2: Carl, have, did you ever see the, the Die Hard sequel where uh, the bad guy is holding him? He just got shot through his uh, chest or whatever. <laughs> and the bad guy's holding him, and he takes the bad guy's gun and points it into, to his already bullet hole. And he shoots, so it goes through his bullet hole into the bad guy. <laughs> oh,
1: my God.
2: And it was a clean shot because he already got shot through that hole.
1: I I did see the sequel like how can the same thing happen to the same guy but i don't remember
2: it yeah i think that's tim And this place looks pretty cool like they, this is a good final shootout get the murals and the uh <laughs> the colorful uh, uh outdoor fences indoors i oh, don't know i guess yeah, it's outdoors.
1: outdoor fence indoor what's going on look it at like my relative's guys. house i've been shot my back oh.
2: oh it's a oh, knife, the knife. Remember he had a knife? He packed a knife. Yeah. Now we used it. Too busy So I guess
1: that wasn't like a high-powered sniper rifle. It was this machine gun.
2: Oh, yeah, he's getting to play with all his toys.
1: Speaking of play, doesn't that look like where he is, this...
2: Yeah, it looks like a uh, dance hall or like a uh, mini golf. Restrooms. What is this place? It's a rec center. Maybe it's a museum. Fun house?
1: Maybe we'll uh, walk down there and we'll see um, Dreamer Bowling.
2: Dreamer Bowling, right, yeah. It'll be the bowl haven. Look at that, yes. Uh, Look at the Mannequin. mannequin.
1: Cover me, Mannequin.
2: (laughs) Mannequin on the move. I'm on the move. Mannequin too, on the move. Mannequin. It's what do you like mean? You got a right? Man, again into your heart. <laughs> oh, look with the bang, bang. What is this place? But well, look, he's got a grin,
1: grenade.
2: <laughs> look, see <laughs> how the Never. money blew up. Oh, that's right, it's the counting area. Yeah, he and guess count who country. was
1: in there counting? Ed McMahon. Oh no. Look. Ed McMahon's gonna be weak now.
2: Whatever you want. Oversized checks. Candid Alpo.
4: I'll declare
1: you the publisher's clearinghouse winner.
2: Yeah. Okay, now
1: Ed McMahon is shot dead.
2: Is he going to take the money at least?
1: No, he's taken
2: the list. Oh, which is more valuable.
1: He doesn't. No, it's not. He's just going to hand it over to Reynolds. He doesn't take the money. He doesn't pick up any of the money.
2: So what is Reynolds going to say to his boss? Oh, here you go. Here's the list. Reynolds, what happened? 40 people got killed. Yeah, so a couple now
1: it's all about killing the bad guy. This is our act three finale, essentially.
2: He's missing. Oh, shoot, he's doing it on purpose. He's, he's missing on purpose to like,
1: he's like, all right, sucker. Now I'm gonna kill you. And he puts the gun down. He's gonna hand-to-hand fight him. Why? Just kill the guy. No, it's it's a movie. It's a movie, Mike.
2: They fought already. Oh now he's suddenly so good at it. Oh. It pains me to do this.
1: Ah uh, <laughs> window panes. Ouch! Ouch! Ouch!
2: Ouch. Ouch! Robin the Seven Hoods, huh? One hood. <laughs> Punch in the head.
1: Ouch. Ouch! Ouch!
2: Okay, you got your gun. You can finally use it.
1: Tommy gun. Why shoot him? He's bloody well dead. Okay, now there's a police escort, and who right. shall it be? It's Reynolds. Right. With a advantage. He's... Right. Oh,
2: see, I got a flesh wound. Nothing to worry about, Slaughter. But do you mind turning that incessant ringing sound off, Reynolds? What are you talking about? Oh no, nothing. I guess it's a concussion. Anyway, yeah. strawberry is my favorite ice cream. Thank you for asking me. I'm a little bit concerned, Reynolds. <laughs> oh well, that ends well.
1: He's taking him to the airport and Slaughter's like I'm off to Las Vegas and he goes no that's not far enough you're going to Paris and Slaughter's like what? What? He goes I don't even have a passport. He goes don't worry I got you a passport.
2: Right. Brand new passport. Wait the name says John shaft on it. Oh I'm so sorry. So where's he gonna go? he's going to
1: paris and it doesn't make any sense for what reynolds real power in the world would be as a los angeles policeman but he has arranged everything he's gonna have He's gonna have a new name there's people in france who will meet him
2: reynolds Reynolds is like slaughter slaughtered slaughtered about 50 people in this movie You know he's nothing's going to happen. So I think Reynolds is bigger than he, is. he leads on. Well, he gave Reynolds the list, which is going
1: to clean up corruption in all of L.A. I guess TWA Trans World yeah. Airlines. Yeah. That's it. We're done. Goodbye, Slaughter. He's off to all right. And Aaron. now
2: for the second. Now for your second feature, Slaughter. Here we go. Players, Slaughter. Tim Brown, Ed McMahon. There's uh, Don Strode, Rock Reynolds as Reynolds. All right, well, Carl, what would you think of this movie? I did not enjoy it, and, uh, you know, it was just
1: so obviously hitting us over the head with, I'm the coolest cat who's ever lived. It, it really, I think Shaft is the one that will, not Shaft in Africa, but Shaft, that's the I well, did not yeah. enjoy this film. I enjoyed the curio of it because it was a black exploitation film. It was AI, uh, AIP, and it Jim was Brown.
2: Yeah, I like Jim Brown. I've always wanted to keep watching his movies. Uh, I had heard about this film because uh, the bad guy was played by uh, just weird casting to have Ed McMahon do it. But yeah, it yeah, was not really the sum of his parts, but i would still watch it again if it was on for sure i i, I liked it in that respect and i'll probably go check out the first one but uh you know it, it was it had some flaws but it was fine it was all right i don't know uh i'll probably never see it yeah i'll see it i'm gonna watch that and slaughter the first one all right well ladies and gentlemen that has been slaughter's big ripoff from 1974 with mr jim brown and uh we are very excited to tell you that next week we'll be back. We'll be uh, streaming first on Mini Radio, and then our podcast will drop under L W A F L M O Y T. Carl, next week's movie is a Michael Ironside film. I was looking through his biography, uh, big biography his bibliography, all the books he read, right. and uh, he made a movie in 1989. It's called Thunder Ground. Think of the word underground, and then put T H underneath it. What year 88? Yeah, I say 89.
1: Is Thunder Round Round One
2: word? word? Yeah, do you know the Underground? Yeah. Do you know the Thunder? Underground.
1: Yeah. Oh boy, I see Dead Poets Society. I see. No. Nope. Okay, 1989. Th- okay, Thunder Round ra- oh, Okay, okay, <laughs> Thunderground underground I yeah I made a mistake thunder well I don't see a trailer Carl oh that sucks so uh, underground 1989 Draven that's an hour and a half okay so there's no trailer huh
2: no I do see the bad boy uh bad boys brothers did a recording of it but uh, I won't watch I- that wait thunder round 2011 no okay no,
1: it, uh, okay too bad there's no trip
2: right. i'll watch it yeah all right ladies and gentlemen, that's it so next week we'll be watching Thunderground with michael ironside uh and of course dom swayze not patrick Don swayze mm-hmm. uh we hope you enjoy slaughter's big ripoff and check out all of jim brown's films uh really interesting guy yeah. and uh carl thank you so much for watching the, the slaughter four times Thanks, and Mike. uh providing uh uh, informative information as well as uh being uh, at carlsucks.com and of course carl sucks and uh we will be back next week so uh keep subscribing we'll be back with uh, uh, thunder underground and we take you back to media Let's radio watch
1: a full length movie on you This song. I- I'm Mike's friends. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to pee outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to Carl. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a
0: Sadness,
3: depression, oppression, repression. <laughs> yeah, it's Bug Out Square. It's Tuesday at six o'clock. Smitty Radio. It's um, ah, feels good, man. Uh, I feel like, uh, like I just, you know, took my socks off after a long day.
0: Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Buckhouse Square, well, big things, huge things. I've uh, not only did I, I
3: uh, just scrutinize and 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 just tore through my record collection to. To bring As you the, the uh, what I feel is my day in record form, uh, I have got jo- a bunch of records that are donated to um, to me, <laughs> <the> <laughs> no, to the, the station, uh, to me, and uh, from Bill from uh, Bill uh, Son of a Gun, I Labor of Love, Saturdays, before uh, Flat Black Classic, So uh, Bill's got a good show, and he brought
0: a bunch of records in, so I'm here. doing that and he said unite all you working men kill him in the river some strange man was that a vigilante man